never gives up. He'll stay till the fight. One G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Jan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And nobody even tried to cut me off when I started the show, and that's how you know how tired everyone is. This will not be another hour and 45-minute conversation about an 11-minute cartoon. Oh, no. Honestly, it will not be because if, everybody if, will want to go to bed. If we go 15 minutes on this goddamn 22-minute <laughs> show, I will be shocked because this is this is just nothing. Yeah. I, I, what do you mean this is nothing? This is wonderful. Uh, no, no. I, he's not saying he just – I think he just means because I, I don't have many notes. I don't have many cr- criticisms. I don't have many – I just don't have many notes. I will say, though, the people on Twitter have spoken, and and they they enjoyed that crazy high-energy Saturday. We have gotten positive comments back at us saying, hey, guys, our 45-minute show about an 11-minute cartoon <laughs> where you barely talked about the goddamn cartoon, and it made us happy. And I don't know. I don't even know. Why are we even talking about cartoons anymore? Why don't no, we just they li- we turn got on to the it lights eventually. and just talk about whatever? We got to it eventually. It's it's good. We get we get we get a lot of we did we did some cartoon analysis in the first half, and then we talked about the actual cartoon we were watching in the second half. I think it's it's a nice little little amuse bouche to be like, here are other cartoons that do this stupid thing. And then to go into the eleven minute uh punky Brewster Chon Dune gopher thing. Go yeah, listen to I, it, everybody. I I listened yeah. to it when I was running errands yesterday. It was a delight. Ray put the commercial in the correct spot this time. I still don't believe it myself. No, it, look, maybe this show's kind of fun. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> the people seem to think so. I don't know. I, I'm with Chan, though. I don't know if they'll think so on this one because this was sort of a nothing burger. And I didn't dislike it. I'm not even saying. I'm just saying it's like. A meal that's like pretty good. You're not going to go home and be like, wow, I had a meal that was pretty good tonight. Like you're you're not going to go bragging about it in the streets. You're also not going to say like, hey, I found a rat in my pasta tonight. I feel like some TV shows are rats in a pasta. Okay. Some TV shows are are like too good for this show, too, too good a meal for this show. Most probably fall into the big nothing burger category. This is kind of a nothing burger. I you know, do I, not care for your continued use of the Trumpism nothing burger. What? That was a phrase before Trump. What? Who used that before Trump? Are you kidding me? Old white men chant. Oh, I see why you would get there. Mm. That that nothing burger has been a thing since the 90s, dude. This is like a Jersey thing. Uh, and I say that with as much uh, disdain as humanly possible that jersey even even the wikipedia says it was first coined in the 1950s by hollywood gossip columnist la parsons and has a history of use in american political uh systems it reached its peak in the late 2010s so so in other words it's over now and you're still going yeah i feel like you should uh embrace diversity and call it a nothing empanada I don't even okay. remember uh, Trump even saying it because I've known it for so long. Like all these articles that I'm looking at are from pre-Trump. 
How about a nothing Poke Bowl? Mm, I got I got a I got a Poke Bowl the other night and it was real good. It wasn't like this episode of GI Joe, I which wish is you just would stop okay. Calling your vagina a Poke Bowl? It's- Never! It's got everything. I don't think nothing Pokeball really fills it, though. I'd say nothing Masubi. Nothing Masubi. I think that mm. works. No, because Masubi is always going to be magical, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You can have a nothing Pokeball, but you can't have a nothing Masubi. I've yeah. never had a nothing Pokeball. It's always been very satisfying. That, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I've had, I've had some that are better than others, whereas like the Masubi I've had is just always delicious. It's been I don't a know. Have you had the one from Jollibee? Jollibee has masubi. Oh, absolutely. That doesn't okay, seem. I don't know about that. Isn't yeah, Jollibee I'm... like barbecue or something like that? What? What oh, is? Oh wow, Gina, is... have you never been to Jollibee? What is happening I, right now? I, I, How am I more culturally in tune than Gina Ippolito? No, I have been to Jollibee. It's that little like ant thing. His it's little a, like a bee. It's oh a jolly God, bee. What is wrong with Wait, you? Wait, but bee why is, is in he the name? But he's not yellow though. So why is he like orange? Wait, he is literally yellow. I'm going to find it. Hold on. This is outrageous to me. Right, I'm so upset it. with you right now. Gina has. Ah uh, no, no. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at him now. He is not yellow. He is orange and sometimes brown. He is red and yellow. If you look at any picture of him from any Google image search, I'm what are you talking Jolly about? I'm on the Jollibee website right now. Did you just call it Gollybee? No, I said Jollybee. Oh, no. Oh, is this like Gomer Pyle episode suddenly? Is- What's happening? Also, oh. why did you crap on me when I said, isn't it like barbecue? It's literally chicken. It is fried chicken what? and spaghetti and, and hamburgers. That is not a barbecue thing. You can... <laughs> You can get, I guarantee you, there is chicken with barbecue sauce and there are oh baked boy. beans with barbecue sauce. When oh I have here had. Comes, here comes what? Gina with the nonsense. Gina, also, take the L. Also, I'm looking at it literally right now and there is not musubi anywhere on this shit. Well, maybe they've I mean, taken it off the menu. That's why I was asking because I was not, I, I would, why is there a squid walking around my house? Jesus Christ. Um, you know, if you look up a, a Jolly Bee Masubi, you will absolutely uh uh there we I'm, go. I'm, On the Jolly Bee Union City episode, uh there is a episode, you know, um, Yelp page. Oh god, yeah, that looks terrible. Okay, hold on. I'm sending you a link. I'm going to put it in our chat right now. Yo, I'm literally on Jollibee United States looking at their full menu. They have some shit ass looking spaghetti, some fried chicken, Nowhere on this website is Musubi. The spaghetti actually has uh, ground beef as well as like cut up hot dogs in it. It's delicious. Yeah. This is Filipino food. So if you don't like it, you're racist, Gina. I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. And they the, apparently the got rid of the Musubi. 2020, they, it says they got rid of the spam sandwiches. There it is. Yep. I'm just looking at that right now. Um, unfortunately, this uh, this particular... <laughs> Yelp page of this particular Jollibee Ugh. is not favorable to the location. Yeah, it is. But look at that picture. Not. You look at that picture of the thing I just sent you. It is basically a wheat uh, 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 Hawaiian <laughs> roll Ugh. with a piece of sad-looking spam in the middle and Ugh. nothing else. God. This that is, is why I say spam musubi, not, not always magical. I raise right. That's all that, I'm trying to say. I don't raise think right. that's spam musubi. There's a few. There's like. Uh, like that's any, not musubi. That's yeah, not that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like you that's what can't, it was on the menu. You need you need you need rice for there to be spam musubi. That is just a a hamburger bun 
with a piece of meat in the middle of it. That's not like I can I can shave off a, someone's pubes and then sprinkle it with oregano and pasta sauce. That's that ain't spaghetti. Like no. you, they can call it whatever they want, but that is not musubi. To be fair, Gina, I've had your cooking before, and that might still be delicious. I'm just saying. <laughs> they called them spam bites. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say there's no, and even in the even in the reviews, they called them spam sandwiches. So that is not musubi. You can't just, just have one ingredient and call it a thing, Ray. I feel like there was more than just that in in there. Uh, I feel like this picture isn't actually doing full justice. It wasn't so bad. But that looked so bad. No, but it just that wasn't rewarding. Not like it, a good spam musubi. E, even if it's good, it's not nowhere do they call it musubi. They're literally in at one part they call it a burger, in another part they call it a sandwich. Like you can't well, These are reviewers though. These are Yelpers who are not always the smartest people in the world. Spam bites. That's spam bites. Spam bites of menu. musubi. No, Is that's the not there's not you can't just add words to things. All right, hold musubi on. has rice in it. I appreciate you people trying to stretch out this episode that I thought <laughs> could only be 15 minutes long, but I will only be tracking it from the point we start talking about this worthless piece of crap. How Let's do it because I'm, I'm just going to get mad at I'm just going to get mad at Ray for just inventing th- like foods that are not the Look, real I will food. say right now, G.I. Joe Ninja Battles. This is the third of three G.I. Joe short films that we will be talking about here at the end of season six of Knowing Is Half the Podcast. Ninja Battles is, is, is basically a giant animated comic with a little bit of the old school Valor versus Venom CGI mixed in with it and a new bit of CGI at the very end. You don't get to call it old school and you it's say animated school. comic like that's a good thing. Animated comics are delightful, not. and I will, I will, I will die on this hill. Oh, animated comics that are great. was what your chat meant. I watched it the other day, and I was like, I was like, what is? I don't know what Ray's talking about. I, I actually, I prefer an an animated comic, which basically, it, it, like this was this was just like still animation in frames. I would much rather have that. Because then the shitty computer animation, because anytime they flash back to the computer animation, it was like, it's like you're dating someone who's ugly. So like you, you take them to dimly lit places and then just all of a sudden someone throws up the lights. Like I was like, I was kind of vibing with the, like, I was like, okay, this artwork is cool. The still shots of just regular artwork. I will take this any day over the eye assault. And then someone would throw on the light. They would abruptly shift back to computer animation. And I did not appreciate that. That's why they always wanted to go to the goth clubs. (laughs) Oh no! Sorry, man. Sorry, Sorry having self realization. Sorry to break here. it. Yep. This is no, so upsetting. I like that's these opening credits too. I I was just happy to not. I was happy to get opening credits that like I I, I was just happy anytime I got a break from from computer animation. Yeah, I found it delightful. Look, I am a big fan of motion comics going back to like the 90s when that's a way we would uh, watch a few some anime. You would buy them on CD-ROM and you would watch animated. Uh, uh, motion comics, which is essentially like a comic book. And then like some things will slightly change or slide over in frame to create, you know, the illusion of motion, whatever. And I, I, I love the, the concept. Uh, if you watch the digital sky, 
uh, a show from Zoit Media that me and uh, Mr. James Gavsey were a part of. Uh, uh, it, I, they did their entire audio drama as a motion comic, and I thought it, I thought it worked. I thought it paid off. I really like that style. So going back to my my youth, I am a fan of this. So when I saw immediately that this Ninja Battles thing was basically a motion comic, uh, which can be done also very cheaply, uh, for the record, if you got a good artist, especially. Um, that, yeah, I, I was on board immediately. I loved what I was seeing. It made me happy to see that this was the direction they were going in. I Here we go. I mean, the only defense that I can mount of this thing is that they probably had zero dollars and were told to make a thing that would be put on a videotape that would be given away with a Burger King kids meal. So, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I, I, I'm not mad at anybody who was involved in the making of it, but like watching an animated comic, I, I, I get, I get that sense of nostalgia and, you know, like more power to you. But to me, it's just like a step backwards. It's like, what, why are we even bothering? Uh, Cause it's awesome. Rather- this I would was rather really read fun. A comic but would you rather would you rather see that shitty computer animation though? Because that was what that was like I that was what I thought we were getting. And I was just really relieved that we didn't for most of it. For like 85% of it, I didn't have to watch that shitty shit. I mean, it's like, do you want to get kicked in the nuts or do you just want to be elbowed repeatedly in the face? Whoa! You think you think that the comics are are equal? You think that the comic style is equally as bad as as that terrible? I think you forget how terrible the computer animation was. And you just saw it in the episode we just watched in parts. But like, but like a lot of it was like really bad in the other in the other episodes. I I don't think to me these aren't even if you don't like the style of of that like still frame drawing style it's it's there is no way it is as bad as the computer animation i I'm, thought it was way better i was what? a much bigger fan of that style as i was to too the CGI. and i can't i can't tell like if chan's only complaint is well why would they do this this is dumb I, like i don't i would much rather have this than than having to sit through 20 minutes of hideous i think you forgot how hideous the faces are in this computer (laughs) animation and yeah look i'll I'll add in a little bit more detail here ninja battles 22 minutes long released the same year as valor versus venom a little bit later uh it was also written just like i believe valor versus venom by garfield reeve stevens and judith reeve stevens uh the dynamic duo as we will call them uh, and yeah, it, it's, it's a motion comic, which is, you know, essentially, I mean, well, we've talked about it. You know what it is. Go look up digital sky on YouTube. If you need better examples of what a motion comic is, or heck just watch Ninja battles. Now that I think about it, that would probably help uh, what the heck you guys, um, this actually, and I'm reading on the Wikipedia page here is that, uh, the Ninja battle set, it came, it came in a set and it included a valor versus venom comic, a battle arch the DVD of Ninja Battles, and a five-pack of figures, Storm Shadow, Tiger Claw, uh, who's introduced here, Snake Eyes, Shadow Strike, uh, also introduced here, and a Black Dragon Ninja who did not appear in Ninja Battles but does appear in the comic book, uh, Valor vs. Venom comic book, which is different than the DVD. There you go. Great. 
It's a good great. little present. It's a lot of fun, everybody. I look. I knew Chan. I thought Gina would be more on board. I guess you're sort of on no, board. No, I, I am on board. I here. really liked this animation style. I'm genuinely trying to figure out what Chan found so offensive about it. It's bad. Like the animation style is bad. I thought it was a delight. The artistic style was whatever. It seemed like a a, a pretty you know run of the mill comic book style. Uh, you say that like it's it not a, it's a bad thing huh you say run-of-the-mill comic book style as if that's not an awesome thing if i'm watching it on a screen that shit's better move it mm. does kind of move if i wanted still pictures i would read a comic book uh <laughs> aren't you one of those guys that like listens to books on tape and shit yeah, thank you. I do, because I don't read. I mean, I listen to Audible. I don't have a goddamn tape player. Yeah, but that's like, that to me is like, why would you do that when you could read? And uh, to me, this is... Because I, I can't read, Gina. That's why. I well, found, I know why you wouldn't do it. I found that uh, uh, reading a book while I'm driving to work is unnerving for fellow highway denizens. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, th- to me, this is the same thing. It's like, uh, uh, there there was, I think, I think, like, a, a Joss Whedon X-Men cartoon that was, that was a moving comic that was really good. See? Uh, that I, that I really liked it. So I, I like this. I think, I think it's, I think because they're saving money in one area, oftentimes... They they can spend it other places. Yeah, I thought where the writing they was spend fine. Not in this, not in this <laughs> particularly. But it sounds like you just hate all moving comics, and I don't like that. I enjoy reading moving comics. <laughs> uh, like uh, there, just there are drunk, some, Chan. Come on. There, yeah. The, well, the comics are spinning, and I'm sitting still. But nevertheless, uh, there are some comics uh uh that you like read on an ipad or whatever like that and there's uh, some limited motion as you like turn the pages or you know like uh, uh, interact with them in some way i'm okay with that but um kind of similar to visual novels uh when you know you're you're opening up your um uh your Wii or whatever your your nintendo switch and you're playing a visual novel which is just you know bunch of words on the screen and then here comes a, you know a character that moves in like why did i spend three hundred dollars on a goddamn uh, video game machine and i'm not playing a video game this is outrageous. i will fight you on this because visual novels and uh, those types of story-based games are a legitimate form of video games chan I, I, I'm they very are. unhappy with you right now. They are, this genre is to be beloved. I don't like them for this, and I don't like first person shooters either. And, you know, I'm not saying that they are. Um, uh, I'll fight you on that too. <laughs> I just don't like them, and I don't like this. Well, you're a miserable bastard, as we have well established. So I don't know what we were expecting. I, yeah, me neither. I, I don't know. 
This Honestly. is going to be another Ray and Gina versus Chan episode, everybody. I hope <laughs> I hope you're ready for it. I mean, here's the thing. My, my position is going to switch abruptly the second that it turns to computer animation. And Fair I enough. say, oh, my God, turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. You're hideous. Okay. Well, this thing opens up and uh, it starts. And I just wrote here, is this a cheap anime style open? Because I didn't understand what I was about to get into. It's real weird. It's It's very stylized. Yeah, uh, I liked it. Very different than anything we've seen out of G.I. Joe before. I liked it because it was stylized. Like, I, the, the, you're talking about the opening credits, right? Because I right. thought the opening credits were cool. I didn't realize that that was like what we were going to be getting for the whole thing. Same. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was cool uh, uh, because, because it was different than what we'd seen. And also because like if this is part three of of Ninja Battles... I was expecting more of the same. And so I was delighted to see that it that it wasn't. I also got to say, like, they 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 do a story structure in here that I find cool. I I I agree with Chan that they were like trying to save money clearly at this point, like they were running out of money by the time they got to this. But I think it made them be sort of innovative with this whole four episodes within this episode thing, uh, each each named after an element. So I, I enjoy that. I enjoyed the opening credits. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. And they also added in a recap of Valor versus Venom in case, you know, you well, just joined us. In case uh, you needed filler. In case you wanted to be reminded why this animation style is better than that dog shit animation style. It's kind of where I was coming from. Yeah. 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 All of the above. Yes. Uh, because this is delightful, I would point out again. Um, we get uh, new characters we're being introduced to. Now, I don't think we've talked a lot about the comic book uh, Arashikage clan we and kind of the storyline behind that, right? Chan, back me up here. We could just skip right by it and not Why even Why would we? Lose it is essential. These are characters who only existed in the comic books and have not existed in the TV show up to this point. I think it would be important to, for Ray to give you a brief off-the-top-of-my-head history lesson about the Arashikage clan of G.I. Joe. Am I wrong? I mean, when are you not wrong? All the time, Chan. It's literally the hashtag. Keep up. So the Arashikage clan, uh, uh, the simple version for you noobs, and I'll probably get half of it wrong, but they're, they're a Japanese ninja clan. Right. And so this is where Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow both trained. They both came from. They both have that tattoo with the, with the what do you call it, the rectangles on their shoulders. That is the symbol of the Arashikage clan in Japan. These two were brought up as brothers. Uh, they were trained by a guy named Hard Master. I know. Get it out now. Get it out now. Okay. His name is Hard Master. And it turns out that he is uh, Storm Shadow's father. And it is Snake Eyes's adopted father because they brought him in and they trained together. And this created, of course, tension, not as far as Snake Eyes is concerned, but very much where Storm Shadow is concerned because he is supposed to be the one. But Snake Eyes is better than him and he doesn't like it. This helped propel his turn to darkness, which is exactly what this show is about. This episode is about. <clears throat> Through all of this, and I, I forget exactly who shot, I think Zartan sniper-rifled Hardmaster in bringing down the Arashikage clan, and then Cobra swooped in and told Storm Shadow, hey, Snake Eyes did it. So Snake Eyes, uh, uh, who loved Hardmaster like a father, uh, Storm Shadow thought that Snake Eyes killed him. He didn't. 
Storm Shadow used that hatred to join Cobra, then later kind of got the truth of the situation, found out what was really going on, and that's why in later iterations, Storm Shadow joins G.I. Joe because he's he's figured it out, basically. And that's what you need to know going into this. Uh, is I, that I will- also say that this is like if you've seen if you've seen the live action movie uh snake eyes covers a lot of this yeah i think it's it's like the first like 10 minutes of the movie is basically this also one of the live action gi joes i think they do a flashback of this can't remember like that you know can't remember but yeah i was already familiar with it from the live action movies it's always the same thing i will say that like you know this 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 uh uh, ninja battles makes a big deal about like oh okay well like snake eyes he was duped by cobra because cobra's evil but like snake eyes like this proves that snake eyes is like always kind of been a dick you talking about Storm Shadow? You talking about Shadow? Gosh, I was gonna say, not, Snake Eyes is the opposite of a dick in this. What I, are you talking I know. About? Okay. Well, they have one is like you should name the snake one, the cobra okay, yes. one, the snake, and the. Doesn't that make sense? It does. Well, yeah, th- yeah. This tries to be like, oh well, Storm Shadow, like he was manipulated by Cobra and by the forces of Cobra and blah 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 blah. And but like he yeah he was like he was like a little bitch like he's he's just like a a teenage bitch is what i'm saying i mean look he's got he's got insecurities those insecurities come out through the trials don't excuse him him because you made a lot of mistakes in your 20s and 30s gina what was your first impression (laughs) how did you come to that conclusion I'm just saying you're a dude that will that will be like, ah, this guy's only 37 years old. You can't expect him to not be a shitty person. He's practically a teen. Ninjas Gina, what will if be I told ninjas. you? What if I told you, Gene, I also made a lot of mistakes in my 40s? <laughs> yeah, when we're podcasting when we're 50, there's gonna be a character that's like a 45-year-old who's like doing doing shitty things to kill another ninja, and you're gonna be like, look. Not everyone is fully formed by the time they're 45. You got to wait until you're 65 to do that. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> someone who gets it. Can I just say, I, I just discovered today that the hosts of Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Buffering the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Very long running podcast. Very good. Enjoy it very much. Um, I think the, I know what you're going to say. Not familiar the with hosts, this. Uh, I believe we're together. They were yes. dating at the beginning of the no, podcast. No, they were they were married at the beginning of the podcast. Were they married at the beginning of the podcast? They were married. Okay. Uh they referred to each other as wives. Their separation happened in season 3. Okay, oh. I haven't made it that far yet. Okay, and then and then they they do address it because for the first like two seasons they were basically like, "Oh, don't worry everyone, like no matter what, we'll finish the podcast. Like we won't leave you burned like other other podcasts." Uh, and then, yeah, and, and then at some point, and you can sort of sense the sense the decline in their relationship. This sounds horrifying. But then they finished. The, oh yeah, the show. They do. Yeah, they what? do. They, then- they have on more. They have on more guests as like, uh, forgive the pun, but as as buffers, they have more guests on, and they sort of they take a little bit of like a a breather because they have a friend come on to do 
guest episodes of Angel. They have a friend who has an Angel podcast, so they slot those in, you know, when you start watching Angel. uh, Concurrently. Yeah, exactly. Then then they so then they they're not like recording as often, which gives them a break. And now one of them, I I believe, is already married to another woman. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. What or, I did or find at out, least like dating another woman or something like pretty seriously. Uh, because they just started a new run. Um, and I think they're doing X-Files. And then they uh, there's mention in the notes that they're ex-wives. And I'm like, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. They, they also done- did. Um, what's the what's the yeah, oh, yellow jackets. The yellow they jacket. did. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they they very clearly like make a lot of money off of this. The fact that they're making in like a new song every episode. They have merch. They do live shows. Like it's clearly their only job is this podcast. So when that happens, even if you get divorced, you're like, well, we either don't make money anymore or we like get <laughs> over together it. together for the cast. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man. Stay they, together they do. for the podcast. That's amazing. Uh, and I'm it's smart saying. too because like once once I'm done with Buffy, I'm unsubscribing from their podcast. But it's smart that they like it's just like when I go to that podcast to listen to the next episode, it's like yellow jackets, this, that. They just add it on to the end, even though, you know, so they know it's like everyone knows it's like, well, it's still the two of us and it's still gonna be the same format. So it's smart. I mean, I'm ready to jump right into X Files already. Um, I'm just impressed that they managed to keep going after all that time through a divorce even. Uh, so now we have, we have podcast goals now. Uh, <laughs> Wait, we have to have are we a getting acrimonious split <laughs> where uh, we're finally so sick of each other that we just can't stand to be in the same room with each other. And then Chan, come the, back the problem is the, the problem is with uh with uh with uh, recording over Zencaster, we're never in the same room as each other. It's not That's a problem. Makes it very difficult. <laughs> the same virtual room as each other. Oh, Chan hates me now. Yeah, Chan, Chan, Chan was like, you know what? I'm I'm divorcing now. <laughs> I am checked out. GI <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. Nobody beats GI Joe. But now Destro's demon has taken on GI Joe. Lasers beaming and cannons screaming. Joe better look out for Destro's demon. The incredible two-level demon rolls over anything it can't destroy. Destro! And joining the attack is Destro's AGP. Destro's leading the Iron Grenadiers. Destro is an awesome new foe. But nobody beats G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Destro's demon comes with driver AGP with pilot. Now back to G.I. Joe. So... There's okay, so let's talk about G.I. Joe some more. What the heck? We're here now. Chan, this is gonna be a longer episode than the Punky Brewster one, just to spite you. I'm convinced of it. Uh, I wrote here animated comic question mark, and the answer was yes. Wonderful. We're introduced to a new ninja character of the Arashikage clan because that's where this uh takes place. Tiger Claw is his name, and he's just figuring his stuff out. Just clearly a brand of hard seltzer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's orange-flavored uh, uh, White Claw. It's called Tiger Claw. Yeah. And they got Charlie Sheen to advertise it. Yeah, it's just just a terrible, just terrible flavor. Worst. Tastes like tiger. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he's hanging out with a guy named Iron Master, who is his sensei, his master. And he's talking about something called the Sundering, which, you know, nobody is talking about at this point. Uh, but I mean, we're going to learn I, about it. I will always talk about when single shines the triple sun, what was sundered in and done shall be whole again, the two made one by Gelfling hand or else by none. That is just uh, uh, words that I live by. Bravo. I have no idea what any of that means. Bravo. God damn it, Ray. Is that is that red badge of courage? <laughs> yes. The word the word Gelfling didn't tip you off to anything. Oh shit, Lord of the Rings. I imagine that uh, Ray thinks that the Gelflings were one of the uh, countries that fought in World War One. <laughs> yeah, they're an offshoot of France. Everybody knows that. Uh, did we did we get to the fact that this is episode one yet, or are we not there? What do you mean by episode one? Like they like there are there are four episodes within this movie. Oh, you're talking all about the trials. Episodes? The trials. Jesus Christ. Gina, they do call like, them episodes. Oh, you know how Hamlet's broken up into a five no, episode structure. They call them episodes. Yeah. Each episode is referring to a trial. So it's like there's a huge preamble to get us there. And then the fourth trial just takes us to the end of the movie. Who and calls it an episode? They uh, themselves do, on, in fact, call it yeah, episodes. When? Yeah. She's and right. on the Wikipedia page. And. Yeah. It, Was it, what, uh, you know when they have that still frame that comes in that says episode one, the trial yeah. of water. Did it say yes. episode on there? It did, yeah. 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 I must have just blanked that out. <laughs> so but they, but they yeah, the four trials, they referred to them as episodes, but the first one is Mizu, the trial of water. Yeah, thank you for getting the real name. I just wrote trial of water. No, Mizu. Um, yeah, uh, the Iron Master is basically telling Tiger Claw, you gotta know about the Sundering, which is an event that happened. In the Arashikage clan with the two most famous ninjas, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, uh, you know who Hardmaster is. He was the trainer of both of them. And I need to tell you the story to advance your training in the clan. And that's our premise for why we're doing this. Absolutely. Trial one. What was it? Mizu. Mizu. Mizu, the trial of water. And there are going to be four trials in total, which were essentially proving grounds of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow to prove their ninja skills or prove their, you know, interior fortitude. And uh, the first one, I'd actually, I actually knew this one. I knew this parable before, so I was kind of excited when I yeah, saw it because no I'm like, shit. I know a it. A two-year-old would know this. Okay, I did not know it at two, and neither did you. Stop lying, TV's <laughs> if, so, if someone, you, really, if someone said to you as a kid, you need to each get each other's bowl of water, but you can't fight for it. Wouldn't your first thought be, well, can we just fucking give it to each other? <laughs> like, well, be because it's not it's specifically laid out that you can both win the trial. And so therefore, like there's assuming to be some sort of opposition by handing each of you a bowl and saying you need the other one's bowl that implies, but you're not allowed to take it from them. And you're not allowed to spill any either. I don't think that was actually said here, but that is the way as I understood it to be. No, you're just thinking of the movie The Golden Child when Eddie Murphy has to make it Maybe. across those posts and he's not allowed to spill a drop of water. And every time I watch it, I wonder if he could just hold the water in his mouth and jump over and then spit it back into the cup. He doesn't that is... do that, but I wonder it every time I watch that movie. But like if you swallow the water accidentally, do you have to like barf it back into the cup? That's kind of not cool. I mean, just don't swallow the waters. Hold it in your mouth. He's for you to say. He's jumping on those poles. Uh, anyway, it's a cooperation test. And the idea is that you each have to give your bowl to the other one. And then you could both win the trial, which, uh, you know, assumes because there's not said that only one can win. Uh, but you might assume it. So you might try to go about it in a different way. 
I think Storm- we have to assume that ninjas are fucking terrible at those lateral thinking puzzles. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God, that's my son. How was the doctor able to say that was her son? It was a woman? What? Whoa. Just blew my mind. Uh, Storm Shadow still finds a way to win, though. I'll put that out there because they hand each other the balls. Then he kicks, sweeps Snake Eyes to the ground, grabs his bowl, and then catches all the water in it. Now, that leads me to believe, yes, they needed to not drip any water because he makes a point to catch all of the water, right? And then Snake Eyes, and then Storm Shadow's like, I win, effer. And and Snake Eyes is like, yo, dog, it was a cooperation exercise. He goes, yeah, and I cooperate better than everyone. It was great. It was a great moment. I was happy for Storm Shadow to win the unwinnable co-op scenario. I don't like I don't, co-op games. I is don't think he won. Clear? I don't think he won. There is no winning here. Yeah, they did exactly. Say nobody won and nobody lost. But come on, we both know Storm Shadow. No, I actually think we he lo- because he lost the respect of his father. He in hasn't this, totally the, lost it yet. That's coming. Later. No, no, no. Like, but it's like the first, it's the first cut of a thousand cuts. Like his father is just like, oh shit. Did I raise an asshole? Oh, no. Oh, yes, you did. I'm for the pretty record. sure he knew before then. Yeah. I think every parent knows, but like, I think it starts young and you're like, crap, I think my kid's a dick. But then like <sighs> at some point you're like, they're almost to adulthood or they're like reaching adulthood and you're like, damn it. I was like hoping they would grow out of being a dick. And I think that's this moment for his dad. His dad is like, crap, crap, yeah, crap, 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 crap. I, I was hoping he would grow out of being a dick, but I don't think he's going to. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was a real dick and I'm just so happy to say I grew out of it. <laughs> My parents are very happy with me now. Some kids grow out um, of it. See, there you go. It's a, I can speak personal experience. I, and so, some kids, not you, but some kids. Some kids take 40 some odd years to grow out of it. <laughs> and learning. Maybe 65. Who knows? We're I'm just saying, out. give those kids a chance. I'm saying I think I think this is this is a true loss for him because he it's the it's the first time where his dad's like, nobody won and nobody lost. Didn't we just say that? Have that is what he said in the TV show. But he yes. lost respect. So he gained my respect, though. If I was his dad, no I'd be one. Like, yeah, no, that is right. not a prize that anyone wants, Ray. Damn it, Jollibee was trying, but then they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't call it Masubi. So it's because it's not Masubi. You need rice for Masubi. There could be rice in there. What's stopping them from putting a little not, rice in it, there? It's not. Literally, I looked at the description and it just said, it just said no, it's, it's, it's a sandwich. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it wrong. <laughs> okay. Trial number two, or as we would call it, episode two, starts right after this. Okay. There it is. I did it. Wow. You're How good was that break, you guys? We'll see. I don't think you can do two in a row. I don't think so either. I think I just, I just ruined it. Episode two, Trial of Earth. Gina, what's the other name for this? Suki. Suki, Trial of Earth. Uh, this is where we introduce that there is a, a red ninja spy named Shadow Strike who Cobra has sent to infiltrate the Arashikage clan. The 90s and their fucking names. Shadow Strike. Shadow Strike. Good ass name. Nice blood. Blade Dark. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Dark Blade, Chan. Come on. Get real. Mm-hmm. Blade Dark has got more of an edge to it because it's reversed. Yeah, that would be like the 2023 like parody of that culture would call it Blade Dark. Yeah. That would be the Rick and Morty version of that ninja. Well, after after the problematic guy left. <laughs> Not before. 
Well, the other problematic guy is still there, sure. But, like, the extra problematic guy is gone, and they will recast 23 actors to replace all the people that he voiced. Unfortunately, that means they cannot hire any writers. I'm sorry, Gina. <laughs> I mean, they don't hire women writers anyway, so. Yikes! Ooh, harsh, little but too fair. real up here. Little too real up in here. <laughs> so we got the trial of Earth, and uh, this is pretty cool. This is you must you know conquer the Earth around you. And again, it was a it was a lateral thinking puzzle, as Chan said. It is a you, you're standing on poles, and then the poles jut out of the ground. So you're standing on all these poles above the ground on the tops of the poles. And Snake Eyes wins by literally just cutting down all the poles except the one he's on, which to me doesn't feel that different than how Storm Shadow won the first trial. Yeah. Didn't feel that different to me, but Snake Eyes wins and Storm Shadow definitely loses the second one. And everybody's like, what a what a what a brilliant strategy he was to cut out the ground from everybody else. What a winner that Snake Eyes is. This feels very unfair to me. I feel like they both kind of did the same thing in different ways. And yet Snake Eyes is getting praised and Storm Shadow's getting vilified. And I can see why he'd be a little pissed off right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I guess the difference is that there was no cooperative way to to do this one. Uh, oh, really? Maybe they just didn't think hard enough. Yeah, wow. Maybe if they both like knocked out all of the woods, <laughs> then like they could stand together on one and like hug, like and high five each other. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've read Real Ultimate Power, but I think it was also. Okay, so Suki, the the trial of Earth, Earth is considered to be solid and supportive, resisting change but giving strength. Uh, Didn't resist that much change, to be but, honest. With but you. this trial is designed to test a ninja's use and understanding of force alone. So that's why it's like like with each lesson, I guess you're supposed to sort of take take something away. So, like the lesson he was supposed to learn was to defeat your enemy in battle. To defeat your enemy in battle, first defeat the battleground. Uh, That's honestly kind of awesome. It's a great art of war kind of moment, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I I think he's just faster to to grasp what, like, like for the the I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page. The trial of water, water is considered to be shifting, formless, taking the shape of whatever confines it. The trial is designed to test the ninja's understanding and mastery of strategy. So the best strategy, which is what the first trial is about, is to just give you trade water bowls with your partner. In in Suki, it's you're supposed to defeat the battleground before you defeat your enemy. So I understand that they seem similar to a dinosaur brain like you, Ray, but to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Snake Eyes, he figured out the lesson he was supposed to learn each time before Snake Eyes did, or before, I can't keep these fucking ninjas straight. Uh, you're both wrong. Solid, supportive, resisting change, but giving strength says to me that one must work the wood. <laughs> One must be oh. strong as the wood is hard. Um, you must defeat the battleground. You must make it soft by <laughs> being hard to the wood. Like uh-huh. a hard master. Uh-huh. Like a hard master. Okay. Give strength. Give your strength to the wood. Oh, my God. And the wood will then wilt 
and you will be the victor. And to the victor go the spoils. To the victors go the sperm. Because I'm talking about a hand job. Oh. So, <laughs> no one, that makes no so one much got more that. sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I am the lateral thinking master. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm well, smart master. You got iron master and hard master and smart master. That's me. I just see you now in that kind of oversized kimono with the giant sleeves sitting off in the corner. And then there's just like, I just don't get it. I don't understand why cutting down the poles was good, but kicking him and taking both bowls was bad. I don't understand. And then you just raise your head up and just a little bit of light hits your chin. You say, I am the smart master. I will explain this to you (laughs) in a parable about your ding dong about your ding dong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then they say, God damn it. Smart master. You always ruin the moment. (laughs) And then you're like, hashtag nobody wins. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah, that's my backstory. Yeah, we could end the show here. Don't though. Uh, <laughs> try episode three, the trial of wind, which I wrote as Kaze. So I don't Kaze, need help yeah. Yep. You wrote one down. Why I would wrote you three and four? Because I realized halfway through maybe I should be writing these oh down, but God. didn't bother to go back and find them. Oh my God! It's I figured somebody. It's will like mail a twenty-minute thing that you control on your computer to rewind and fast forward. That's it's a insane. lot of work. It's a lot of work, dude. Um. Trial of Wind, uh, bladed weapons. This is to you, and they, they do it fighting on rope bridges, like who are which are like suspended. It was crazy, and so it's basically just the second one again, which I thought was a little bit weird. Except instead of on poles, it's on rope bridges where they cut down the rope bridges they're standing on to beat each other. And I'm like, this is sort of the exact same thing we you just say did. that about each it's one. Different. So the Trial of Wind. Wind is considered to be forceful or subtle, striking from all directions, but always unseen. This trial is designed to test a ninja's understanding and mastery of bladed weapons. So you you truly don't get subtlety, right? Because each one is supposed to teach you something different. First one. What did this teach us different than two, though? This one is about is about mastering bladed weapons. They needed to figure out how to complete this rope with a sword that's but they what cut that poles learned. with the sword the last one though they used bladed weapons in the second one as well you know he kicked those down i believe no he used a sword yo he better have because i said it out loud just now i'm fairly certain they had swords anyway we'll come back to that um uh storm shadow wins again through treachery and this is what kills me it's like he, he's about to lose Snake Eyes reaches out, grabs his hand, and he, like, throws a throwing star, which then knocks down Snake Eyes, so he loses, and then, like, grabs another rope, and he's fine, and Storm Shadow wins. I mean, that's a bladed weapon. I mean, it's got a sharp edge. Is that a bladed weapon? A shuriken? Uh, He doesn't win, though, because then his daddy breaks his sword. That's what I don't understand. Again, he, 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 he won the trial... I can see why he's frustrated is what I'm trying to say. It feels like he's operating within the parameters of each challenge, finding unique ways to win through treachery. Yes, but no, he's doing but you, it. But you're not being, supposed to vilified. For ninjas it. are not supposed to use treachery. Ninjas. Are they're not. What? Since when? What? Not, not for these trials. They're not. They're supposed to like figure out like honorable ways. What? Gina, what do you know about ninjas that would you think they would be honorable? I'm saying in this clan of ninjas, their whole thing is honor. Mm. 
Chan, you want to you want to take this one? I do not. This is ridiculous. It'd be like saying like, okay, you're going to take the uh, um, Microsoft uh, network certification test. Uh, here's here's the test. Uh, make a steak. Cook a steak. Cook yeah. it perfectly. Make it medium rare. Like cool. That's a that's a thing. It's definitely a valid uh, skill to have. That's not what the fucking certification is for. So why are we even bothering with it? The whole point of a ninja <laughs> is to use deceit and guile and trickery. Yes, to achieve your ends. Not yeah, this, this clan. That's their whole. They're their whole bad ninjas. Thing. Then. Well, their whole thing throughout the history of GI Joe, by the way, is like, oh, okay, like you like you're you're it's supposed to be honorable you don't kick someone when they're down you like you give someone a weapon if they don't have one so that it can be a fair fair fight so you can test yourself against i'm reminded i'm reminded of the child's book about pirates that says literally says uh, a good pirate never takes anyone else's belongings which is a great lesson for children but absolutely not correct about pirates even pirates have a code, man. I no. don't think any of their codes involved not taking things from people. Yeah, you're right. You're right, but but they I'm sure there's some sort of code. It's probably like, you know, don't don't like if you find a kid with cancer, don't take his medicine or something. No, you just throw him in the water. Sorry. Yeah, it'd be better pirates. for him. I mean, like pirates. they didn't have a whole lot of cancer drugs back then. <laughs> I don't think they knew what cancer was. That was just the demon trying to get out of you. Yeah, they knew what cancer was. They just couldn't do anything about it. Well, here's the deal. Storm Shadow absolutely, apparently, despite winning the trial, has ruined his own future. Hardmaster breaks his sword right in front of him, which to me, kind of a dick move. I'm I'm not on Hardmaster's side here. Like, There's ways to express your disappointment that don't involve breaking his property. And a ninja uh, values his sword. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, and then you find out through the plot here that Hardmaster is Storm Shadow's father, which we already ruined earlier. So sorry. That's a thing. Yeah, I think uh, as Chan said, he's probably known for a while that he's a dick. So this is just he's probably been trying to teach him for a while. And this was the this was the straw that broke the ninja's back. Feels very much like he's just grandstanding and virtue signaling to the rest of the clan. Uh, some stuff that, you know, he didn't take care of a long time ago. Like, I just don't, I disagree. I think this is bad parenting. I'll just say it. Bad mentoring, bad parenting, bad ninja-ing. Bad job, hard master. I, I, I like it. I think discipline that kid. Break his fucking sword and everything else. Break his leg. Gina's the person who throws the Nintendo Switch in the garbage when her kid disobeys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have even bought a kid like that a Nintendo Switch, though, at that point. A kid like that. Gina, it's your kid. Well, of course you're going to buy him a Nintendo Switch. What are you talking Hell about? Hell no. Hell no. If I had a dick kid, he's not getting shit. <laughs> so the fourth trial, the trial of fire, otherwise known as hi. 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 Uh, laser guns. This is the famed, critically acclaimed ancient ninja ritual involving oh, laser pistols. Boy. I <laughs> I mean, I was Didn't not on one. board from the jump. But when they got to 
fucking trial four is lasers. I was yeah. like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, this is this is the one that I hated the most because they were very clearly like, well, the, just so you know, the toys have laser guns, so you need to work those in. And someone was probably like, but they're ninjas. And and like the Hasbro people were like, yeah, so make one of the trial, one of the trials them fighting with guns, <laughs> laser guns. It's so stupid. Uh, I liked the other three, but this was the one where I, where I did not, I did not like, and also let's see the description. Very stupid. The other descriptions you could, you could see fire is considered to be a force of creation when used wisely, but a force of destruction when unleashed. The trial is designed to test a ninja's senses and demonstrate understanding the mastery of fire in all its forms. So I guess in all one of its forms includes as a laser gun. <laughs> and not just that. And the, I, you know, they, they recreate the battle at the end of the movie Tango and Cash of all things. And they put them in a hall of mirrors with each other. And they say, shoot the fake ones, not the real ones. If you blow out all of the mirrored reflections of your enemy without actually blowing out your enemy, you win. But then they also don't put any security around it. So, like, Cobra Commander just rolls up in there and shoves Hardmaster in, at which point uh, Snake uh, Storm Shadow shoots Hardmaster and kills him. First off, bad job. You were supposed to shoot the reflections, not the people. So you failed. Uh, and then Cobra Commander's in there, and he starts shooting people. <laughs> and it just gets wild. Um, uh, Hardmaster ends up getting killed here, which is crazy cobra commander has planted bombs with his spies all over the arashikage palace and so he just blows the whole thing out what's i forget what's what's cobra commander's beef with this crew he wants to recruit storm shadow and he has a very elaborate plan to do so that involves framing snake eyes for murdering his father Oh, that's literally it okay yeah there's nothing he also thinks the arashikage clan at some point could be a threat to his own power okay so that, destroy that's the clan that's, and take their say, best dude i was gonna say that's a lot to go through just to just to recruit some some little dick cobra commander's plans are often top heavy <laughs> yeah i'll say it um, no, you, you like take out the clan, you get the guy who you think is a great asset to your, your crew and, you know, uh, turn him against the other guy who you hope to kill. But if you don't, then he's still, you know, useful. Um, and yeah, so he blows out the Arashikage clan, which is apparently not gone because, you know, Tiger Claw and Iron Master are here at the very beginning. Well, yeah, I mean, he only, he only kills one of them. He doesn't wipe out all of them, does he? I mean, that, that was a big explosion to not kill anybody else. Hmm. You probably got a few. Okay. I mean, that's not, that's not going to take out an entire clan. Not an entire clan. No, they're obviously back. Uh, it has, it's only been one generation later in their back. So it's not like they were, they were just slowed down. They weren't stopped by any stretch of the imagination. Um, which takes us, unfortunately to the CGI current day. Boo. Boo. Ooh, boy, this is when that... I shut my brain off. So I couldn't tell you what happens. Literally, my uh, last note is, ugh, that switch at the end to computer animation sucks ass. And then that's my last note. And this yeah, leads us to... Uh, my note there at yeah, that sure. point is, uh, oh, is this all they could afford? <laughs> like, this is how much new animation they're going to make? Great. They do reuse a lot of Valor versus Venom uh, animation in this as well. They'll cut back to like, hey, remember this? And then it'll just be like a 10-second clip from the CGI. You know, they'll do that throughout as well didn't mention that but that's a thing uh this leads us to our big ninja battle because the name of the movie is ninja battles 
So we got to absolutely have an actual ninja battle. Uh, we don't know what side Tiger Claw is going to come on, but, you know, come on now. Let's keep it real. Uh, so all the Joes and all the Cobras all show up at this moment of telling the story of them uh, to interrupt, to have a fight. So on the Joe team, you've got Kamakura, Jinx, Snake Eyes, Duke for some reason. Yeah, I, that was confusing to me, like why he's there. Because he's they 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 make it clear that he's been there the whole time, and he's just like, oh, story time. I'm gonna I'm gonna eavesdrop. This is gonna be nice. It's like, why are you there, dude? Shouldn't you be like getting hit on the head somewhere or something? He's yeah. a weeb. He, I mean, clearly, I mean, this is the thing about it, though, because um, in my mind, Duke should get rolled by every single one of the people in this fight on yeah. both sides. Yeah, like, he's not a ninja. He's well-trained. He's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. But I would think a ninja of this caliber should take out Duke fairly easily. Right. One would hope. Yeah. They don't. Um, uh, yeah. His, his, like his, his talents lie in leading. I wouldn't say he's leader. like the best at, you know, hand to hand combat or anything. He's not bad for the record. I'm not trying to say he's bad. I just think the ninjas are a step above. That's all. And Duke, as far as like putting people in positions to succeed and actually just like doing the job of like a leader, you know, of an organization. Excellent. Excellent. He does a great job of that. You know, he puts all the snow guys in the snow thing and all the desert guys in the desert thing and all the aqua guys in the aqua thing, mm -hmm. except for the fact that he also has the other people do the snow missions. Don't worry about that. On the side of Cobra, you've got, of course, Storm Shadow. You've got Shadow Strike, the Red Ninja Spy. And you've got our good friends Slice and Slash, who are not nearly as fun as they were in Valor versus Valor. I don't even think they talk in this one, do they? They do not talk in this one, no. Yeah, very, very strange. Missed opportunity because we love them. I love them. You love uh, them. I want here, them though. to be Tomax and Zaymont. I mean, to be fair, and you saw Tomax and Zaymont now have new figures from the new line, <gasps> and they're forty dollars a piece. Whee! I thought about it, didn't didn't pull the trigger. Oh, um, it's just too much. It's just too much. Oh, um, there's a big fight that happens. It's a CGI fight. Uh, there weren't a lot of highlights. It was just sort of like everybody sort of takes a position. Some up in the rafters, yeah, some down on the ground. I, I thought the one highlight was a slice and slash fighting against tiger claw who does in fact join the side of the joes and they yeah. grab him by each arm jump from the rafters and put him through a table dudley boy style and i'll be honest uh i think i've seen that live before it was awesome that was great i loved it yeah this whole fight just mushed together in my brain it very much was a mushy fight yeah i didn't i couldn't tell you who's doing what I, I assume the Joes win. The good guys do, in fact, win. The Joes win. The Cobras kind of sadly have to, like, pull their wounded out of the temple, which was, like, a little too real. Like, there was some real damage done to these poor Cobras. Oh, good um, thing they have a good health plan. I mean, great. Best health plan. Better than G.I. Joe. I promise that yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. um, although, if you get hit in the heart with a snake in G.I. Joe, you will only go into a coma and will survive, so... Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's just Duke's special power. You know, fair. He's a survivor. Uh, this leads to a great scene. Uh, Tiger Claw, join us in GI Joe. He goes, absolutely. I will join you in GI Joe. The end. Yeah, and then I guess this guy's a new GI Joe. I mean, he comes boxed in with the set playset that this DVD came in. So yes, 
yeah, I mean, you know what? All in all, this three-parter, this included the weird, like, zoo animal DNA thing, right? That was Valor versus Venom, yeah. That's part of this, though, right? I mean, it's part of the same continuity, but it's a different story. Oh, so, so, but what is this part three of? Didn't we say this was part three of something? There were three standalone short films. There was Spy Troops, and then there was Valor versus Venom, and then there was Ninja Battles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so of those three sort of share, like in the same continuity, like let's just say there that it's the equivalent of a season. Those three movies are sort of like their own season of a new G.I. Joe. Right. Uh, other than the animation i dug it i dig it yeah i mean i love seeing the old characters back again i love seeing the old characters back here um this uh, as far as like animation goes i'm a huge fan of the style of animated comics i've said it before so this was my favorite of the three and then valor versus venom and then unfortunately spy troops um Uh uh-huh uh but you know i look i i think the writers did a wonderful job yeah. Um. And yeah. And I just I'm very very happy with these for just being what they are. Let's let's keep it real. They are what they are. You know. Uh. There's only so much put into this. Uh. But I think they did a very good job. I think they they captured the soul of GI Joe in all three of these films. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited. I'm happy they don't suck. I I thought there was a good chance they would suck. They none of them sucked. I don't think. Yeah. I I enjoyed the plots of each. I enjoyed seeing uh familiar faces hated the computer animation but i liked i you know i liked that some of the voice wait some of the voice actors were still the same uh uh for these continuity wise between these three movies yes uh yeah i liked the i liked the cobra commander voice actor in these three I yeah, I liked seeing the I liked seeing the same characters. Like for instance, I don't think if we if like the next standalone movie is like let's go back to uh you know, what was the 90s one with the surfer dude and the Clancy? Oh, you're talking about Deke era GI Joe. Or no, are you talking no. about GI Joe Extreme? No, GI Joe Extreme. Like okay. like if I if I see those characters again, I don't think I would have any nostalgia for them. I think I'd be like, "Oh, Clancy, like what are you doing?" But, yeah. but these ones I did, I had, I had a lot of nostalgia for them. So, uh, I enjoyed seeing, seeing, you know what? Again. It was sort of like in fast and furious nine, when they went over and visited with the guys from Tokyo drift, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, who weren't Han. And it was just sort of like, I actually had forgotten. They, they look very different now than they did then a couple of them let themselves go. And, and I was just like, Oh, who are these guys? And I had to be reminded, Oh, those are the people from Tokyo drift. That's why they're in this movie. Uh-huh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's fine again. That's how I would feel if yeah. Clancy and Metalhead and them showed up in a future uh-huh. GI Joe thing to what Gina said. Yeah, it's this just was, like, yeah, that's this not really was, why I'm here, but it's nice to see them. This was more like uh, every season of Cobra Kai when they're like, this person's still an actor. Let's get them for this season. And I'm like, yes, it's, so po- good, it's evil ponytail guy. He's the best. Or like, oh, yes, his Asian girlfriend is still a super hottie. So, Chan, what did you love about these three G.I. Joe short films? <laughs> Chan has burned his house down. That they're over. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, you've like, got, you got to have more than that. Please. You, you've been here with us. Yeah, the the story structure of the first two were were fine, and in some cases, bet uh, much better than expected. Um, the animation was atrocious, but you like 
you know, I, I for the most part, I was like, okay, this is this is okay. Uh, this one really, ugh, I, I really did not care for it. What? This is outrageous. It was so good. Me and Gina agree. Why can't you? Because I have discretion. <laughs> but but let me ask you if it was if it was the same story but fully animated, would you have liked it? I'm I'm still not grasping what it you. It would have been marginally better, okay. but like most of the time, uh, when when they try and do like real asian stories they just it just rubs me the wrong way uh, and it's uh-huh. not like i'm too invested or like how dare you you know besmirch the good name of ninjas or whatever but it just kind of like oh god this is but this yeah. all comes from the mind of larry hama who is an asian american man did larry hama write this no but the whole arashikage no, story and the thing it's based on is his writing yeah yeah, and you got to give that OG sense. writer credit, dude. Don't just erase his contribution. Wow. Was he listed as uh, in the credits? He Did might. He story by? I mean, probably, I mean, some, honestly, probably somewhere by a thank you or something. Or I will say writers who create specific characters are, well, maybe not an animation, but they're due a character fee. Uh, every time those characters are used so uh, he may have gotten paid for use of use of original characters that he created cut larry a check is what we're trying to say yeah give it to him i mean i'm certainly for that uh he did not get credited uh anywhere here in the uh Mm. in the imdb credits at any rate so well that's a shame because he should have been yeah genius um, and that is G.I. Joe Ninja Battles as we put to bed the three short films. I'm kind of, again, I'm kind of sad. I've been looking forward to watching these. I made, I, I, I bought all three of these movies on DVD, have not watched them until it was time to do so, which is incredible restraint on my part, to be honest with you. So, uh, really I deserve some kudos here. Uh, I, can we, can we give the, can we give the fans a preview of the next, what the next GI Joe property is? I know that we won't dive into it immediately, but I'm sure they're all eager to know. Yeah. I mean, though, here's the deal. Next week, we're going to watch an episode of what is this chant? The real Ghostbusters, uh, St. Patrick's day episode. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Holidays. I don't know what we have afterwards. Um, Probably gonna go for one of those weird ass like sixties or seventies uh, 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 animated versions of like real live action properties or something. No, we'll but I'm saying in the in the world of GI Joe, what is the next property? The next one is Sigma Six. Sigma we'll, Six, we'll which aired from two. Th- Sorry, go ahead, Jan. April, first week of April. Okay. Yeah. That's it. No, we don't get any. We don't get any. No, I have more, but everybody else keeps starting to say something when I try to say it. No, there was dead silence for like a full five minutes. There was. It's much like the intro of the show. As soon as I start talking, somebody's <laughs> going to talk over me. Uh, G.I. Joe Sigma Six, uh, 2005 to 2007. So in our chronology, now we're going to go to the mid aughts. Uh, remembering this, uh, Valor versus Venom and Ninja Battles were both 2004. So this came out right afterwards. Uh, according to this, it's a reimagining of the 80s toy line of G.I. Joe. Uh, so instead of being the classic three and three quarters inch format of the G.I. Joe figures we know and love from the 80s, most of these figures are eight inches tall. So these are a bit more like these kind of nouveau G.I. Joe action figures that have been coming out lately. 
like the very recent ones. Uh, and they have more articulation than the original G.I. Joe figures as well. Uh, so let's see. The new series offered them a chance to streamline the stories and characters, taking away old continuity and rebooting with younger versions of the cast rendered in the style of anime. Ugh. That made me uh, that made me disgusted and yawn. Yeah. Sigma Six was canceled after two years uh, in stores and the show. It was polarizing for G.I. Joe fans and unsuccessful at retail. In 2007, Hasbro went back to making the classic scale Hell of G.I. Yeah. Joe figures for the 25th anniversary line and beyond. I'm looking at I'm looking at the animation and while it's better it's better than computer animation. It is very. It is another animation style that is very much of its time. It's anime stylistic from the mid aughts, as done by Americans. Yeah, it's. it's uh, however, yeah. Looking at this, our character list: Cobra Commander, Duke, Snake Eyes, Heavy Duty, Scarlet, Tunnel Rat, and a new hero called Long Range. Oh God, Long Range. But you said there there are classic characters in there too. I did mention Cobra Commander, Duke, Snake Eyes, Heavy Duty, Scarlet, and Tunnel Rat. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like seeing them in vastly different styles of the original. And this is, uh, this is, it's unsettling that they look like they had work done. <laughs> no, they're all supposed to be younger versions of the characters. This is a reboot of the franchise with the same characters, which you know that that might be fun. Right. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it was between that and not getting the old characters, I would choose this, but still. And according to this, uh, I don't know if they show up in the show, but we get toys of Firefly, Zartan, Shipwreck, uh, Torpedo and Wetsuit, Flint, Gung-Ho, Leatherneck, Rakondo. We're getting Destro. We're getting all the hits here. Oh, okay. and Lieutenant Stone. Can't wait to see what Destro's metal face looks like in this new version. <laughs> uh, guys, I, we get Lieutenant Stone and High Tech, who was introduced in these movies. Lieutenant Stone was introduced in G.I. Joe Extreme. So, Gina, that moment that you said you would have, you're going to have. Ooh, they're bringing them all together. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to mix G.I. Joe Extreme as well. I, yeah. Okay. You know, more, I, as it turns out, I'm more excited for that than I thought I would be. Okay. So cool. That's going to be at the beginning of next month, uh, starting season seven of knowing is half the podcast. Now I really do wish Sigma six could have started with season six, but that is not what the, the gods of Hasbro decided. So season seven, Sigma six. Oh Yeah. They Look, should have called it Sigma have, 7. You've got all the alliteration you could ever want. So what are you complaining about? So wait, which logo did we decide on doing? The one Chan made or the one the fan made? Oh, no. We're going with uh, uh, the fan made version. Okay. Are vastly superior. I mean, it's better. Are we going to use the one you made for season eight then for the second season of Sigma 6? Yeah, In which case probably. you'll have to change the number on it. Yeah, I, I've got Photoshop. I'll make that happen. Okay. So, guys, good news. Season 8's logo has already been determined, unless one of you draws us a better one. But it'd feel weird to waste the one Chan spent actual money on. Yeah. I mean, will just write it off anyway. We got some cool-ass options. But the new fan-made one is kind of excellent. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. Is yeah, that Vincent? Is that who made that one? Uh, Yes. Got Great job. You know, I don't think we said it on the show yet. Great job. Uh, assuming, and I believe you said it was okay. That will be the official season seven logo overtaking the one Chan actually paid money to make. So I think we owe Vincent a t-shirt or something, right? 
Uh, definitely. Vincent Florio. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you. Send us, send us your, uh, your info and we'll, for all the work you did, we'll send you a, a t-shirt. Yeah, I'll get, we're going to, we're going to put it in the store, uh, at the GI Joe, knowing it's half the podcast, uh, T public store. And I personally will buy you your design on a shirt and send it to you. Uh, so send us, you know, your deets, your sh- shirt size, all that. We will take care of that. And the rest of you probably deserve one too. So maybe we just break in the Patreon money and buy everybody a season seven shirt when that comes out. Right. That seems appropriate. Yeah, sure. I know. I certainly deserve a t-shirt. You get nothing. Okay. Patrons, you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash knowing it's at the podcast. If you can get in before April starts, uh, we're probably going to buy you a t-shirt. It's time. Everybody. We owe you. It we owe time. our patrons. We love our patrons. We should be doing more for our patrons. I know this. We talk about this. Um, and it just hasn't happened. So we owe you at least a t-shirt at this point. So thank you very much for being a part and uh, supporting us. Uh, we're going to break the bank and buy everybody t-shirts. It is time. It is time. I agree. And then maybe we'll do more, uh, you know, uh, videos for you guys and uh, new know your Joes. We talk about doing some live Don't watching. Over promise. Don't over promise, under promise and over deliver. These are ideas that we had, and we should do some of them, even if Gina refuses to be a part of it. <laughs> Under promise and over deliver. That's how I, li- I like to live my life. I mean, it shows. <laughs> Does it? Because I also overextend myself too much. So, Oh, I was going to say overextend and deliver the proper amount. That's the Gina <laughs> Ippolito story. That that that, pro- that is probably accurate. Overextend, yeah, do it all anyway. Overextend, complete your projects. <laughs> yeah, that is that is my <laughs> mo. So nobody asked me about reclaimed. Stop asking me about reclaimed Detroit episodes. They're, they'll happen when they happen. All right, look, <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job getting on this, and I know it. And now you're just making me feel bad. And now I'm in my head about it. So anyway, you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. I mentioned the Patreon. We're going to send out some new shirts. So thank you guys so much uh, and ladies for being a part of it. Make sure we got your t-shirt sizes. I'll post in the uh, Patreon for knowing is half the podcast. Uh, uh, looking for details again in case anything's changed, addresses, what have you. So make sure all of your uh, info is up to date. And we will be doing that before the end of the month. Uh, in other words, you can find us on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast or individually. I am at Almighty Ray. I am not. You can I, find Chan at AE Double Back. It's right there every time. Uh, someone fact, did tweet it, tweet it AE Double Back today. And in parentheses, they put Chan. And I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. So that if Calder, that's how you do it now. Yeah. Calder saw that he got a notification, he would know, oh, well, that one's not for me. It's for Chan, who's trying to make some sort of stupid point uh, and is then putting emotional labor off on Calder. Uh, so good for you. I'm at Gina Iffy. Yeah, and know that when you tag at AE Doubleback, there is a 50-50 chance you're actually going to reach uh, Calder Holbrook, a host of that, co-host of that show. Uh, you know I'll what? call him full host, host of that show, instead of Chan, which makes it better. You know just what? Just for the record. If you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, just uh, uh, tag at Gina Ippy, <laughs> and she'll make sure to let me know that I need to get a hold of you. They know not, not to what, do that. They've been listening to this show long enough that they know not to do that. You know what? It's every, every episode is someone's first episode. <laughs> so I hope oh, that's that a person great point. tags you to get to me. 
I want that sweet, sweet emotional labor from you, Gina. <laughs> no, because I won't even do it. I'll just ignore it. Well, then they'll just have to try harder. <laughs> and then that's when they get blocked. So <laughs> mm, this is a win-win for me. Is the show over? It's It was over in my mind ages ago. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh my Ash god, is like, Ash is still the main character of the f anime? Yes, where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train, I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's like- Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> if you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.